What's up, Wikimaniacs? My name is Josh Shell, host of the Am I the Asshole episodes on Reddit on Wiki. With me is the man running to turn the lights on. It's Sean Salvino. What's up, dude? Hello. How's it going, Wikimaniacs? You didn't have your headphones on, but I mentioned you were running to turn lights on. In my intro. Uh, I apologize. I'm turning on my fan because as you know from the last session, my computer overheated. True, actually. Yeah, that is that is so I'm doing all I can. <laughs> all right. All right, you good? You good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apologies. No, no worries. So uh unfortunately John is not with us today. a uh, bit of a somber note. John's dad passed away uh this past week that we're recording. So he's gonna be taking some time off. Uh, our thoughts go out to him and his family. Um, we wish them nothing but the best. There is a GoFundMe, we'll link in the description if you wanna help John and his family out with funeral costs, medical bills, um, any little bit. Uh, even if you just share it, that would help a lot. So uh, our hearts go out to John and his family and uh, that's that's really all I can say. Hard right turn, cause there's no real easy way to turn out of that. Uh, no. On today's episode, we have a listener update from a, quite a few episodes ago now, so excited to hear about that. We have a listener refuses to have a baby, a sister dead names OP's son, a teacher tells a bad joke, and this is a surprise to Sean, but at the end of the episode, we will be determining if I'm an asshole in a situation. Ooh. Yeah. And of course, at the end of the episode, we have our Patreon exclusive story about a man who canceled a trip because his girlfriend wanted to bring her son. So if you want to hear that last story and get episodes ad-free, head on over to patreon.com slash cultivate podcast network and sign up today. Speaking of patrons, I'm just giving a quick shout out here. Bina, Gabby, Aaron, Taru, Alex, Valentina, Micah, Lulia, Katie, Blue Rena, Christina, Dan, Phantom Fox, Susan, Free Gnomes, Sarah, Marianne, uh, Miss Little, Jasmine, Alexis, Michelle, Crystal, Nia, Jen, and our newest patron today as we're recording, uh, Erica. And then we also have a special shout out to our $10 tier patrons, Lindsay, Danielle, and Lena. So thank you everyone who supports the patron. We appreciate you guys. On top of that, if you're a returning listener, please consider giving us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or share the podcast with a friend. You'd be surprised how many times I'm told that people listen with their husband or their their spouse or anything like that. It's kind of cool. It's awesome. So if, if you're someone who listens with your spouse, let us know in the comments. And finally, like I said, as I mentioned, some of the today's episodes are listener submitted stories. So if you would like your story covered, you can send it to us via email at redditonwikipod at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram at redditonwiki. Links to all of those are in the show notes. Before we dive into anything, you have any, any news or anything you want to share with us, Sean? I might be recording with COVID. That's Uh, true. (laughs) Yeah. So if my voice sounds a little weird, I have a cough drop in. Uh, I'm drinking some throat coat tea to try and help my throat. Yeah. Uh, I had a family member test positive and I learned about that while I was in another location. Uh, So who knows where it came from? It could be from anywhere. Super unfortunate. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So this would be your second time, right? We, I don't think we ever announced when you had it the first time, but you did have it one time. I did have it the first time, like in January of this year. Yeah. Yeah. That was why you were off for a little bit. Yeah. I have not had it still yet. I think if I get it now, it's just lame. Like it's not cool (laughs) anymore. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, What do you call it? In Canada, over here, I think if you have COVID and you don't have symptoms, you're just supposed to put on a mask and go to work, I think. Damn. I, I, I mean, think. I don't know what the rules are here. I'm sure it's business it's company business by company. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know my company is like, if you're not feeling well, 
don't work, <laughs> which is, I yeah. think, normal or what, what it should be, what should be normal anyway. Super unfortunate. Hopefully you feel better soon. Um, Hopefully it's not COVID. Well, I, I took an at-home <laughs> test. Negative. Yeah. I took a PCR this morning. I get that back tomorrow morning. So. Well, yeah, I've heard of people getting like a super bug that's not COVID. And so hopefully it's not that either. <laughs> hopefully yeah. it's just like a minor cold or something. Yeah, hopefully it's nothing. We we did like some VR video game stuff because I, oh. I was out of town for a bachelor party. That's cool. And I'm hoping I just yelled so much that I lost my voice and that's why my throat hurts. <laughs> You're just tired <laughs> and exhausted <laughs> yeah. from, uh, from uh, what's it called? I almost called it Thanksgiving, but it's not Thanksgiving. Oh, uh, America. Fourth of July. Yeah, I was driving in LA. Uh, they just do fireworks like nonstop. Like we, <laughs> we went out. Oh, there's that COVID. Uh, we went out. I think at like 7 p.m. for dinner and then got out of dinner at like 10. Yeah. And then we went to, we tried to go to some bars the whole time, nonstop. Just fire. I felt like I was driving through a battlefield. It was scary. Oh, no. Uh, be careful to joke about that because that did happen, which is unfortunate. Wait, what happened? Did you, did you not hear about the shooting in Chicago? No. Oh, shit. Well, we won't talk about that, but uh, yeah, just another uh, reason for gun control. But yeah, there was a there was a mass shooting in, in Chicago. So Jesus, uh, super unfortunate. Well, on that gloomy news, are you ready to get into some stories? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into it. All right. So uh, like I said, we do have a listener update from a story I believe we did back in April. So like three months ago. It's the one where the mother-in-law kept showing up unannounced at their house and demanding to see their newborn baby. And the twist was on top of that, she was also unvaccinated at the height of the pandemic and mm -hmm. worked at a hospital and would mm -hmm. just stop by afterwards. I, I think you were on for that one, right? I was. Yeah. That yeah, was that truly one. ridiculous. Yes. It did well on TikTok, I think, I believe. Too. <laughs> so obviously our listener basically just told her off and, and, you know, told her to respect her boundaries and the mother got pissy. But uh, she sent us an email back the other day that said, sorry. Sorry for the delay in the response. I just saw the email and my husband and I listened to the episode. It was awesome. I feel so much better about it. Thank you for bringing awareness on boundaries and sharing my stories. Here is my update. Our relationship deteriorated with my in-laws as the months went on. We ended up selling our house and moving seven hours away because they could still Holy. not respect our boundaries. I finally feel free of their overbearing presence. So, I mean, that's good that you... It's good that you feel free. Yeah, but it's unfortunate you had to move seven hours away to get that. Yeah, you had to move your whole life just because they were being assholes. Assholes, yeah. <laughs> Super unfortunate, but glad you guys are free of that now. And thank you for listening with your husband. Okay, so it's time to get into some full stories now, some news stories. Am I the asshole for staying on birth control even though my husband wants another baby? No. <laughs> It's a two-way street. That is true. If one half of the equation doesn't want part of it, then... Not in America, Sean. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I yeah, guess. Super unfortunate. But this is actually listener-submitted and uh, came to us on an Instagram DM. So let's hop into it. I am married and my husband of five years wants to have another baby. My last pregnancy was traumatic. My son was born at 23 weeks out of the regular 40 weeks you usually carry a baby. Holy shit. Very That's like half. That's scary. Our miracle baby is now three, and my husband is hinting at wanting another baby. I am a grad student, almost finished, so by the time I would have another baby, I would be finished with my master's, and he thinks that's my holdup. But in reality, there's more. My husband was dismissive of my needs the last time I was pregnant. I couldn't sleep, and I asked him to rub my back, which led to a big argument where he refused. Oh, that's, that's not good. No, that's not great off the that's bat. That's not good at all. I mean, that shouldn't lead to an argument that's ever. That's a very simple request and a very yeah. easy one to fulfill. 
or your pregnant wife. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I scratch my back's wife normally. My back's wife? So, or my wife's back. <laughs> COVID brain. Yeah, it, it's it's just a it's a small request for sure, especially since she's carrying your child. Like that should be an easy yeah. request. So she goes on, he wouldn't help me with anything I asked him to do. It made me regret marriage in general. And after our son was born, I stayed at home with him for two years because my husband was in the military. Our child was medically needy and the only option was me. Fast forward, I have established a great career and I'm working towards local government and he has risen in the ranks in the military. If we have more children, it will once again fall on me to sacrifice my career and I don't want to. Since I have started grad school and working, he has stepped up and been more help, but I remember what it was like before and I don't want it. I do want to have more children, but I constantly remember he didn't even want to rub my back in my very first pregnancy with his baby as his wife was in pain. It makes me hesitant. Am I the asshole for telling him I'm still on birth control, even though he wants another baby? Uh, right off the bat, I said, I'm sticking with my original vote here. You're not the asshole, yeah. especially because you told him. It's not like you're keeping it a secret. Yeah, you're not you lying. I mean? <laughs> yeah. As long as you're in open communication, as long as he knows why mm -hmm. you're not. I mean, either way, you're not an asshole. No, no. If you don't want say. a baby. Yeah. There's no, there's no situation where you're the asshole. Cause if you don't want a baby, you don't have to have a baby. Uh, right. I would just say advice if I have any, uh, would be just make sure your husband knows why you don't want to have another baby, like yeah. in depth and give examples of like, you stepped it up recently, but you know, my pregnancy and after pregnancy, two years after pregnancy was very traumatic. So it's only been one year since he's been there technically because of the kids three. Right. And then she and was, he was off for two by years. himself for two years. Yeah. yeah. So it's only been one year. Not even 50% of the time yet. <laughs> yeah. I would say you gotta have to ratio that out. You gotta have to ha be there for more years than you weren't there before yeah. you could start having a kid. I'd even build off that. And I'd say if he adamant about having a child, you should just straight up be like, okay, then once we have the baby, I want you to take the time off work to take care of him for a year or whatever it happens to be so that I can proceed with my career because, you know, it is 50-50. And if he got to focus on his career, the first child, I think it's only fair that you focus on your career, the second child. He's in the military, so I don't know how possible that is, you know? I don't think you could just take time off like that. Because I know there's like an enlistment period that you sign on for, right. I think. So like if he were to resign after that, I don't know if his retirement thing starts over. Because I know they, they just have to be in the military for 20 years and then they can retire. Oh, I see. But I, I don't know if it's like 20 consecutive years or if you can like just dip out for a few. Right. Well, then I think it's going to come down to whether he really wants another kid or not. Because I, I still don't think it's fair to our listener to sacrifice her career for this. Oh, definitely not. So I think that's something you're going to have to talk about and have like, it's going to take a few conversations for sure. And some time to think about, but I mean, I think if you, if you want to have a kid with him and he wants to have a kid, then one of you is going to have to sacrifice your career. And I think it's only fair that he does in this case. So yeah. Especially because he's the one pushing for the baby. Exactly. That's, that's what I mean. If he, if he wasn't and it was you who wanted the baby, then I'd say maybe the other way around. But I mean, even still, I don't think you'd be the asshole either way. <laughs> Yeah. Hopefully he keeps up doing better and then maybe you can have a discussion in another year or so if he's kept proving himself and maybe just see, but definitely not the asshole. Definitely not. All right. Moving quickly into our second story. Am I the asshole for storming off from my sister's wedding after she dead named my son? I don't know what that means. 
dead named? Yeah. Okay. Well, you. This is I guess probably I'm about to find out. Yeah. Um. Basically, if you transition from male to female or female to male, and you change your name, dead naming would be calling the person their old name on purpose. Usually, oh, if you do it by oh, accident, like I'm to be sure, an asshole. Yeah. If you do it by accident, I'm sure there's a gray area where someone will just correct you. But if you keep doing it and you're doing it on purpose to push your views on the person, then that's dead naming basically damn it sucks that there has to be a fucking phrase for that it does suck for that yeah it's big on twitter because people do that to uh elliot page the actor who recently transitioned i know that's a big thing right now which is unfortunate so this one is listener submitted by ciarana ciaran ciaran I, I apologize. Uh, uh, you guys, uh, if you want us to pronounce correctly, really include pronunciation yeah. <laughs> because otherwise we are struggling. Just up a uh, creek without a paddle. But uh, it's a Reddit story. That's why I can read their name out. Uh, so they submitted oh, okay. it, a Reddit story for us. So hopping into the story. I am a 45-year-old single father of three. Their mother died 10 years ago. I have three sons, 17-year-old Andrew, 15-year-old Connor, and 14-year-old Max. Connor was born female. He is trans. He came out as trans five years ago and has now socially transitioned, not yet physically. My sister, 38 female, just got married. Me and my sons were also invited. My family has known that Connor has transitioned for two years now. Some have adjusted well, some not so much. My sister is pretty indifferent about it. Her wedding was super well organized to the last detail. She wanted all the men to wear shirt and ties and then the women sundresses. I texted her a picture of our outfits the day before the wedding, and she says, where's Nia's dress? I was a bit surprised Yikes. and told her not to dead name my son and that he'll be wearing a shirt and tie like the rest of the men there or we aren't coming. She said fine, and that was it. At the reception, my sister got mad that Connor was wearing a tie, but didn't say much after that. When we sat down at our table, there was a card that said Nia. I went to my sister, and she said she used their real name. Ay. Yeah. Oof. I told her me and the boys are leaving and she told me, don't you dare cause a scene at my wedding. Nia can be a guy any other day. Oh, my oh Jesus. Jesus fucking Christ. I called her a bigot and then we left. My family said I ruined her wedding, but am I the asshole? No. I mean, yeah. you told her the day before. I mean, multiple also, times. yeah, it's, she had multiple times to be like, oh, get on the same page. Nia yeah. is now Connor. It's also been two years. Also, yeah. if it was that big of a deal to you, maybe bring it up to her prior or something like, hey, it's going to be Nia or y'all don't come. And then she'll just be like, well, we won't come. So oh, we don't make a scene. It's a father. So it's a he. Oh, so yeah, he won't so. come. <laughs> My bad. Yeah, no, no, that's all good. But, but you're right. Well, and I mean, you're you're right in the sense that that's how they should have approached it, but they still would have been in the wrong because... I mean, yeah, they, they're in the wrong regardless for yeah. not calling him Connor. Yes. But like if she's so steadfast in her belief, then she should just realize like, okay, well then y'all probably shouldn't come then instead of, instead of baiting them into coming. Yeah. You ruined your own wedding yeah. uh, person. There's yeah. No one else did that, but you. Yeah. And it, oh my God. It's so, it pisses me off so much when they're like, Nia can be a guy any other day. It's like, oh, well then you can be a female any other day. You can be a male any other day. Like, do you think it's just a choice that they can choose what day they want to be male or female? It's like, no, that's just who they are. Connor is a male fucking get that through your head <laughs> like you they can't just change on a whim to fit your your aesthetic i guess of a wedding and it's pretty shitty that you think they can't fuck that you fuck your sister basically yeah they're a piece of shit pretty cut and dry yeah you're in the clear you're definitely not an asshole uh i will say this fuck your sister yeah fuck your sister i will say this you're an amazing parent for like 
for supporting your, your son throughout this transition period. Like I know many parents struggle with that and it seems like you've come to realize that your son is who they are and that you've accepted that. So that's amazing that you'll stand up for them. Good, good on you for standing up for your son and uh, not giving in to this bigot as you called them. <laughs> Rightfully so. Rightfully, Rightfully so, yes. Um, so moving on to our next, am I the asshole? Am I the asshole for reporting my teacher to the principal for making a joke? And mm. this is listener submitted via email. So this may sound ridiculous, but hear me out. My state history teacher is known for being a hit or miss. She either really likes you or really hates you. And she seems to really hate me. I do all of her work and do nothing but respect her. In our school, we have to go to the bathroom in groups because of people tearing up the bathroom. So we designated bathroom times. <laughs> wow. Jesus, Jesus Christ. <laughs> was that the TikTok trend where it's like, I forget what it's called, but they kids would just steal shit from the bathroom. Like, soap dispensers and, and paper towel dispensers and stuff like that. That's a TikTok trend? It was for a long time. Yeah. I forget what it's called. Why? I'm old. But anyway, yeah, I don't know. It was just a trend. I'm so old. I haven't even seen that. <laughs> I'm just constantly on TikTok, I guess. But yeah, so uh, that is super unfortunate. But in class, we were watching a movie and it was our bathroom time. I didn't realize that someone already asked to go. So I asked if we could go because we almost always miss our bathroom breaks and I really needed to go. She screamed at me asking if I was going to die if I didn't go. And as every kid would, I said, yes, I would. She then responded with, well, go ahead and do it already. As in die. I would have just pissed on her floor. <laughs> the, like, I mean, there's other repercussions to that. Definitely don't do that because kids would definitely make fun of you for that. But uh, oh, I'm not talking pee my pants. I would just fucking. Oh, oh, just yeah, go to a corner <laughs> when she's not looking and be like, this is this is on you. <laughs> Stare at her while you do it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Uh, well, it's not funny that she told you to die, but it's funny what Sean said. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. Yeah, I definitely would have told the principal as well. That's fucking yeah, fucked up. That is fucked up. It's even more fucked up uh, in the next paragraph. So this really upset me since I've been struggling with my mental health for a few years and my depression was getting really bad. We went to the bathroom and I was crying when I got out because of her remarks. She then proceeded to mock me while I was in the corner crying, saying things like, look at OP, I guess, like pointing out that she was crying or they were crying. Yeah. When the whole class went back into the classroom and then she asked me why I was crying as if she didn't already know. I told her, you told me to die. And she claims I twisted her words to make her look like the bad guy. I texted my mom and she came to talk to the principal about the situation. And I was moved out of the class to do her work from a different room. It's been a few months since the situation happened, yet I can't get it off my mind. Maybe the joke wasn't so bad. Was I overreacting? Was I being too sensitive? Uh, I think definitely no. I feel like that's a healthy reaction to someone telling you to die, yeah. especially if you're not in like a super healthy state of mind. So no, I mean, you're you're allowed to react and interpret that however you want to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like well, someone tells you to die, you could, there's not, there's not many reactions where that's okay. No, that is always not okay. Always um, a bad idea. And you said like, especially since your mental health, but I think like as a teacher, you should just assume that everyone's not going through a great time and never make a kill yourself joke or anything like that. Like you're, you're in a position of power and kids look up to you. So if you start bullying a kid, that's never a good thing, right? That's yeah. really you're just shitty. teaching the other kids to fucking yeah. rack on that kid. That it's okay to bully that kid or anything like that, or tell them to kill themselves like that. You're setting the example for these kids. So yeah, you're definitely not the asshole. Uh, and you went about it like a pretty professional and mature way. You went to the principal and informed them like that is that is something definitely to be commended for, like taking it that way. So no, definitely better than not my suggestion for sure. 
<laughs> more mature than Sean's suggestion yeah. for sure. I'm a 30 uh, year old man, and I just <laughs> suggested that you should probably just pee in the corner while staring in her eyes. So yeah, much more mature than me, but not as funny. So I don't, you know, he's got you got that going for you, Sean. You give and take. But no, not the asshole. And I hope uh, the teacher has realized that she can't treat students like that anymore. All right. With that, we will hit a break and then we will be right back to finish off the episode. So stay tuned for my Am I the Asshole story. Ooh. Wikimaniacs, it's gonna be May. And you know what that means. Warmer, sunnier days are upon us. And wouldn't you rather spend your time doing something else instead of having to plan your next meal or spending precious time driving to the grocery store? Factor's fresh, never frozen, ready-to-eat meals are delivered right to your door. Factor takes the stress out of grocery shopping and meal planning. Plus, by supporting Factor, you are also helping out your boys. Sean, tell everybody what Factor offers. Easy. Factor has 35 chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals to choose from every single week. But wait, there's more. Factor also has more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. So you'll always have new flavors to explore. Your boys always want you to treat yourself. So why not make your day delicious by eating Factor's restaurant-quality meals with premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Salmon. The kicker, all done and ready to go in two minutes or less, plus no cleanup after. Do you know what I can do in two minutes? You see, John, this is why we don't do ads with you anymore. But Wikimaniacs, head on over to factormeals.com slash wiki50 and use code wiki50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code wiki50 at factormeals.com slash wiki50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Thank you, Factor, for supporting the show. All right, we are back. We hope you purchased some sponsor. Whatever it was. Whatever it was. (laughs) Service, maybe. Uh, Who knows? We're going to move on to our... Is this our fourth one? Holy. We're just burning through them now. Yeah, we're burning through them. It's the fourth one. Am I the asshole for telling my fiance she's not the breadwinner if she's not footing the bills in front of our friends and family? What? Uh, so I, 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 they, I guess, told their fiance that they're not the breadwinner in front of oh, their, okay. in front of their for family. For some reason, friends. I thought this was your personal story and I was like, what? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sienna and I are engaged and I told her she's not the breadwinner. <laughs> like, it's very unlike you, Josh. I want you guys to choose sides now. <laughs> I would lose. I would lose <laughs> that, so That's fast. a losing battle. <laughs> that's a losing battle, my friend. Oh, that's fair. Um... <laughs> This one just comes from Reddit. I thought this one was uh, was an interesting one we should hit on. My fiance and I moved in together shortly before we got engaged. Before we did, we discussed how we'd split the housework and bills. 50-50 down the middle with some wiggle room for when the other needs help. I don't know if 50-50 is always a good idea. It should be based on like who makes the most, right? Yeah. Like it, it should, should be equity, yeah. equality. Yeah, right? Like if you're making... $10,000 more or something like that. You should pay more. <laughs> it should be fair. Yeah, that was, that was like a, sorry to bring it back to sports, That's uh, a subject that most of our audience maybe doesn't care about. <laughs> but yeah, this a football player and his girlfriend of like two or three years broke up because even though he was rich, he still made her like pay for certain things that he could help <laughs> afford because he's a multi-millionaire Jesus. and she's just a regular person. So she was like, yeah, this is kind of fucked. Like I get paying for stuff. Like I don't want to use you for your money, but like- <laughs> Let's not go to fucking crazy expensive places. I like to picture that she married him for his money and then he's like, nah, 
we're splitting everything 50 50 <laughs> <laughs> part of it is like you know like i get it yeah. I, I get oh, athletes yeah. you know you, you don't know who's really in there for you or for your money right but it's just like the situation reminded me of that that's that is funny i mean that is hilarious of him to do that he's kind of an asshole for it but it's funny <laughs> yeah that was a tangent but um when we moved it was into her parents two-story garage that they converted into apartment they offered a low rent 700 total and pitched in for electricity and internet so we could save money for our own place and a wedding that's super nice of your parents mm -hmm. my fiance earns more than me and that's cool i'm proud of her before we moved in together, it always seemed like she was living paycheck to paycheck. And I chalked it up to the apartment she had prior to this having insane rent. She stuck to the 50-50 agreement at first concerning the bills, but she missed often and I had to remind her about it. Post-engagement, she's been living paycheck to paycheck, either missing or very late with her part of the rent. The two utilities we pay, groceries, and late with her car payments. Her parents have talked to me multiple times about rent and I've covered her missing portion to get us caught up and then try talking to her. It always turns into her saying we should just move if her parents are going to hound us. I told her we're lucky it's her parents because anywhere else they would have kicked our asses out. On top of that, I pay for my own bills and do about 65% of the housework, arrange and pay for most of the dates and vacations, gifts for her and pay for most towards our pets. It's weird that you know the percentage of housework you do. <laughs> I do yeah, just an estimate. Yeah. <laughs> Laundry's very hard, so I give that like 40% of the work. Uh... <laughs> I, I cleaned the bathroom once last month. That was, that was 15%. Scrub the toilet. That's an additional 20%. Mm. Um, that is just a weird thing. Like I would have no idea how much of the housework I do percentage wise. It's just not something I keep track of. <laughs> and just do it. So I've suggested a financial coach, but what kicks me is whenever we're around others, she boasts about being the breadwinner since she earns more. She goes on about the stresses of being the main source of income, all the hours she has to work to pay our bills. I was letting it slide until a few days ago we were at a get together. She and her sister started up again about her being the breadwinner. Her sister said something to the effect of her ex-boyfriend had a hard time being with someone who earned more and my fiance went, good thing OP doesn't mind with me bringing home the pay. I told her just because she earns more doesn't make her the breadwinner when she blows it all on herself and I'm paying most of the bills. She's, she's embarrassed now and keeps saying I made her look bad and got her in trouble with her parents because they want to see what she spends her money on each month. But I don't think I did anything wrong. Am I the asshole? Uh, I mean, kind of. This sounds like <laughs> if this has been bothering you for so long. I mean, it sounds like you've talked about it. Yeah, right? he's brought up financial coaches and you, like he's talked yeah. to her about it. So, yeah. I feel he's done his part that way. Yeah, I just, I just feel like it's never good to publicly embarrass your fiance. <laughs> uh, just fucking roast the shit out of them. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I mean, especially because she wasn't like belittling you. I mean, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's belittling. Like just to say if she's bringing up the bills, I would just pull her aside and be like, look, yo, I pay the bills. <laughs> I'm paying the fucking bills. <laughs> You're making all this money. I don't know where it goes. Yeah. So maybe let's chill on that tonight. I'm getting kind of frustrated. Like if you're trying to make it a, a thing in front of her family, then yeah, you're probably kind of an asshole. But I mean, it sounds like you're kind of also a victim here. <laughs> so Yeah. You're, um, you're getting wrecked. Yeah. Uh, definitely. If she's making more money. And well, not even, doesn't, not even that. It doesn't sound 50-50 either because that's, that's she's always I mean. late on the payment. So it's like, yeah. it's not 50-50. No. Yeah. So it, it wouldn't matter if she was making, if she was making the same as you because she's still not paying her portion of what you guys yeah. agreed to. So she's definitely the asshole. She's just skipping on payment. And I mean, I, I get it's your parents. So maybe she doesn't take it as seriously, but 
I mean, I would have maybe like after you tried a few times with her, I, I would have talked to her parents about it and been like, hey, I'm concerned about how, you know, my fiance or wife, whatever you are now is spending her money. How should we approach this? Like at least then you're you're going into it on the same front as her family instead of just bringing it up like randomly <laughs> at a point yeah. and to embarrass her instead of That's, like at a place of caring. It's not a place of caring right now, which it should have come from. Yeah. You would definitely just said that's a fucking pettiness. Yeah, to uh, roast her. <laughs> yeah. To roast the fuck out of her. Yeah. Um, I would say like just going out of this situation, if you and your fiance are not able to talk about finances where you try to bring it up and she's unresponsive, that may be a sign that things may not work out. Yeah. Because marriage is a... Uh, you got to be able to talk about everything, not just finance, but like if that's a major one. So if you can't talk about finances, it'll be rough because there are going to be many more situations like this. Once you like add kids in the house or yeah. you buy a house or, you know, things like that. Money is tricky and you got to be able to communicate. Well, that's the other thing, right? Because they want to eventually buy a house. But if she mm -hmm. keeps spending it, how are they supposed to do that? So yeah, yeah marriage is a partnership and um, you need to be able to talk to her about it. So hopefully maybe her parents can help intervene. I mean, that's the best case scenario. And then she maybe gets on track with her spending, but it shouldn't take that to communicate with her on finances. So that is unfortunate. I'm going to say not the asshole overall. Uh, you kind of suck, but yeah. overall not the bad, asshole. <laughs> bad execution, but yeah. I could see how you're pushed to the edge. Yeah, exactly. All right. It's time for our final Am I the Asshole for today. It is a personal Am I the Asshole because Here I got called go. an asshole. Oh. <laughs> uh, believe it or not, uh, the asshole king was called an asshole. And I don't think they knew who I was. So it wasn't unjust. Sexy, handsome Josh. <laughs> I probably wasn't sexy and handsome at the time. It was, <laughs> I was very sweaty and gross. Um, so I titled this, but I didn't actually write down the story. So I may, you know, it's going to flow a little weird. So I apologize for that. It'll sound like my episodes. Yeah, it's going to sound like Sean's intros, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so am I the asshole for telling a kid they can't get their face painted? <laughs> <laughs> You're rude. <laughs> So uh, this starts off on Canada Day, which for us recording right now is last week. But for you guys at home, it's probably two or three weeks ago now. So uh, I got the Friday off work and Sienna, who we all know and love, works for a small town outside of Ottawa. And she was in charge of the festivities for Canada Day, basically. So she was, you know, very busy that day and asked if I could volunteer. And I said, absolutely. I am a supportive partner. <laughs> <laughs> I did feel bad though. We were leaving Ringo home alone, like his second day home. And I was like, oh no, I feel bad, but he was okay. He's okay. So we get set up where we do the day. There's face painting, there's cotton candy, there's inflatables. I was basically in charge of a, uh, like inflatable beanbag toss where you try and get into the holes. For, like, oh, nice. Uh, like a like cornhole type of deal? Yeah, like 100 points, 20 points, 50 points, whatever. Probably didn't need me there but because <laughs> they just throw just, it. Some of the kids would even get it themselves, and I'm like, this is sick. All right. <laughs> like, good job. Cool. But yeah, so we were there all day. It was so fucking hot. It was humid. It was like... What was the temperature? Uh, Celsius, it was like probably 30... 32, 33 degrees and just humid. So it, it was warm and mm. just sticky all day. Uh, what's the temperature, Sean? Fucking 89 degrees Fahrenheit. Is that warm? Uh, that's like, that's warm. Just so you're aware. Let's see. In Houston today, <laughs> it's coming down now. It was 95 Fahrenheit Holy earlier. Shit. Yeah. Now, and that's, that's pretty low for a summer. Now you guys day. have uh, more of a dry heat though, right? No. Oh, is it humid Stick there? Sticky. Oh, no. Very sticky. I hate that. Okay. Well, <laughs> I feel 
better about living where I am right now then. Yeah. In the winter, ask me again. We'll see. <laughs> but anyway, so the whole day goes on. Uh, it was supposed to go from 10 till 3. So just before 3, we start closing up the inflatables and uh, cotton candy machine. And what Sienna asked me to do was line break. So you get, in, it's like last call basically. So they had the last 15 minutes. Hey, everything's closing down. Get in line if you want to do something. And then basically I stood at the end of the line just after 3 and didn't let anyone else in. So at first I started with the cotton candy line. It was huge. So I was there for a while, but I was basically just be like, okay guys, like we're turning away people now. And most people were good. They were like, oh, you know, shoot, missed it, whatever. I mean, it, yeah. it's been four hours at this point. It's their own fault. Five hours actually. So they, they had time to get there if they wanted it. And it's fucking cotton candy. You could fucking get that anywhere. Else. Yeah, exactly. And there's like, there's going to be festivities later. You can probably get it later on. It's not, not a huge yeah. deal. So I had one lady in the cotton candy line just kind of give me snark, but there was nothing really there. She was just like, oh, really? And I was like, yeah. And then she like said something. I forgot what it was, but she said something and I was like, okay, well, sorry. <laughs> like, have a good day. So that finished up. And then I went over to Sienna, who was in the face painting line, which mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone's been, had their face painted. It takes long, to, like a long time, right? Yeah. And uh, like it was Sienna's coworkers that were working the face painting and they'd been doing it for about five hours at this point. So they were tired, Sheesh. wanted to close up. It was about quarter after three and there was probably still 40 people in line. <laughs> so, oh my God. So it was going to be a while, right? And Sienna had other stuff to do. So she's, she gave me charge of, you know, turning people away and kids would come up to me like, oh, I can't wait to get my face painting. And I'd have to be like, oh, I'm sorry. We're closing up right now. Like they're not going to paint any more faces after the people behind me. And they were like, oh, okay. Like some were disappointed. Obviously they were like, damn, I want to get my face painted. It's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, got to, yeah. I don't know what, what else can to I say. do. Yeah. We're getting probably halfway through the 30. So we're down to 15, 10, 15 people left. And a kid comes up to me and is just waiting there. And I'm like, oh, like, sorry, we're closing down. They're not going to be doing any more face painting after these people. I've already turned away probably 20, 30 people at this point, (laughs) which just feels awful. But that's a lot of kids to say no to. That's a lot of kids to say no to (laughs) and just watch their hearts sink. (laughs) Yeah. So I've got uh, so I'm just I'm standing there and all of a sudden, like I sent something behind me and I, I turn around and there's like a lady there with the kid I just told that we're closing down. Right. Yeah. And so I turned to her and I say, Oh, sorry, ma'am. Like we're, we're closing down. Actually, like the people in front of you are the last people to go. And she looks at me and she's just like, are you serious? And I'm like, oh, no. well, yeah, I am serious. Like, <laughs> like I didn't know what to say. I was like, yeah, sorry about that. Uh, you know, we're closing up. It's it's almost four. These guys were supposed to be out of here by three and we got to start setting up for the events for the night. And uh, she was like, oh, take away the kids fun, asshole. And she like, storms off. And I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, that's how I was called an asshole. Was I an asshole, Sean? Definitely not, man. <laughs> You're just doing your job. That sounds like a real Karen action coming from her part. Yeah. Uh, Not even my job, just volunteering. I wasn't even getting paid. (laughs) Your job as a volunteer is what I meant. Yeah. (laughs) You're telling these kids no out of the goodness of your heart. I don't feel good about it. But they had five hours to get their face painted. It's kind of on you for not getting them there earlier. So I didn't say that to her. I was just like, I'm very sorry as you stormed off. But yeah, so that, uh, that is how a I great, was called. A great example to show your kid calling uh, That's somebody what I an thought. asshole. I'm yeah. like, wow, right next to your kid. Yeah. I was like, damn, that Smart. kid is not going to grow up to be a good person probably. Yeah. <laughs> they could still get out. You know, there's plenty of people who grow up with asshole parents and, and become good people. So. 
Yeah, for sure. Uh, we can only hope. But uh, that is my personal story. Sorry if it was like a disappointing one. There was I wasn't really an asshole, I guess. But no, not at all. I just thought it was funny. Sienna had some someone else too uh, who almost refused to leave, but she was like, what? "They're they're just not gonna paint your face. Like they won't do it." So that um, was like after you or like. What yeah. Was that? So I had to go to help take down some tents afterwards. And so Sienna uh-huh. came back in line and then, uh, yeah, it was someone else. So she didn't get called an asshole or anything. The lady just kind of vented at her and then left. Uh, That's so fucking funny. Yeah. She's like, no one's going to paint your kid's face. Yeah. We're, we're just she's not like, going to do it. So we'll fucking see about that. I'm waiting in line. You can go take the paints and paint it yourself if you want. I don't, I don't give a shit. Like you can probably go to Dollarama and get face paint. So that is it for this episode. What did you think, Wikimaniacs? Were these people assholes? Was I an asshole? That's what I really want to know. Uh, oh, no, Josh, you're good. <laughs> Let us know in the comments on YouTube or on our website. If you want to hear more, please consider subscribing to the show and giving us a rating and review on whatever platform you are on, or you can share it with a friend. Don't forget, you can submit your own Am I the Asshole stories or regular stories, uh, you know, bad dates, anything like that. You can submit those to us uh, on our email at redditonwikipod at gmail.com or send us a DM on Instagram at redditonwiki. And if you want the bonus story, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash cultivate podcast network. Thank you for everyone who has subscribed and I hope you enjoyed the story today. Thank you, Sean, for coming on. And uh, once again, hearts go to John and his family. Uh, We wish them nothing but the best and hope to see him return soon. And finally, thank you, Wikimaniacs, for another amazing episode. We will see you guys on Monday. Bye. Later. Your boy Sean. <laughs> <laughs>